Daniel. Yes. I've been wondering. Me too. In the hockey world, who would you say is your spirit animal? Which player or which team? Player. Is my spirit animal? Mm-hmm. The player that most embodies me, Daniel David Doney. Mm. Um, my spirit animal would I really like the small fighters. Mm. I like the Rick Rippins, the Ty Domies. I like the the I even like the um like Martin Saint Louis, like just the small the small guys who like who mm-hmm. who never got except for uh Johnny Goudreau. I don't really like him, but I always had you as a Haley Wickenizer. Yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. I love Haley. She played in the men's league. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a Swiss men's league. I'd love to be in that dressing room. Yeah. Do you think she beat up the biggest guy in the room as soon as she got there? I wonder if she That's got what in the fight. they say fight. you're supposed to do. I don't think anybody would fight her. No, no one would fight sweet her. sweet if she dropped the gloves. But I don't think... I, I, I mean, I don't watch much Swiss, Swiss league. I watch a little, hockey. but I don't watch a dabble. lot. I dabble. And uh, I don't know if they fight a lot in anyway in those Euro leagues. Like, do they fight in this, like, Swedish, 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 in the Swedish The Swedish thing. League? <laughs> the Swedish thing. Oh, oh. The, the Swedish thing. thing. I think that would have been her superpower as a player if she had just tried to fight constantly. Just cheap shots, elbows, people just wanting. You know, if she just Alex Burrowed the whole team the I, entire time. I had a friend who played um, hockey uh, to like at least like a bantam level in like a girls league. And I asked her if they ever got really dirty and they they did like they were they would fucking call each other and stuff like it was intense (laughs) so she said i was like wow i get well obviously yeah i guess so there you go we can bleep that yeah i mean i'm I'm thinking about how we can use that (laughs) use that sound bite use that little bite that one's got some bite it's got a bite to it it's got a little bite dan correct me if i'm wrong what do you think your odds of playing in the NHL are. Oh man, we've had this conversation before. Mm-hmm. I think my odds currently currently like below let me below ten percent. Diff- below ten percent. Below ten uh, percent. That is generous. <laughs> do I think I could play in the NHL? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So, but I think the odds if I dropped, are below 10%. I think if I dropped my entire life and just went for it right now, I think I could play a game. I've I've challenged. I don't care you what. This. I don't care. This is an official hockey sport podcast. In the next seven years. I mean, that's all I got. I'm not gonna. It's not like I'm gonna be, you know, playing at thirty four. Yeah. So you have seven years, Daniel, to make it to the NHL. What's your route? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a, like a. It's gonna be like a Vesna type thing, um, like when Vesna uh, played the. I can't remember who he played for. I think it was Ottawa or Montreal. One of those like early teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were playing an exhibition game in the town where Vesna played. He was the goalie, right? Mm-hmm. And they were playing an exhibition game against um, the small Canadian town that he was like the goalie of their like town team Vesna? yeah Vesna, and wow. then like i can't remember ottawa or montreal and they played against this team and this team beat montreal it was montreal and they and this team beat montreal and they were like well they beat us because their goalie was insane and they hired him God. 
So your best route of action might be to incessantly challenge one of the teams in the NHL yeah. to a one-on-one. Yeah. Just over and over again. It'd be Canucks or bust for me, too. I'm not going to play for any other team. That seems to limit your options. <laughs> <laughs> so you have seven years, Daniel. I can do it. What do you What do you think your chances are? I, I don't think it's possible. Also, I'm trying to be a goalie, too. So Yeah, um, that makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. I don't think it's possible. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I, I... You need to believe. I don't think I could do it. So, Dan, who do you think is my spirit animal? I'll let you decide. Um, I think you're like a coach. I'm think, a coach. I think you're a coach. I see I see a lot of, like, Alain Vignon in you. A lot of, uh, you know, just that, st- like, chewing gum. Yeah. When in a suit, looking uh-huh. nervous. I do love being clearly furious, but hiding it well. You're very good at hiding your seething rage. I think my favorite part of coaching would be when the camera comes on you after a really bad call and you just bite oh, man. the lip. You would, you'd, you'd you savor those breathe moments in too. And the, the chest goes out, shoulders mm-hmm. go up, and you know that coach has something to say, but they never say it. I like when they ask the ref, like you see them lean over the bench and ask them a question like, like what was what was up with that call? And then the ref explained it, and they go, "Okay." Yeah. Oh. Then they lean back. The subtext of that is always, "So you're an idiot, right?" And then they yeah. explain their call, and he goes, "Oh, confirmed." Oh, okay. Fuck me then. Fine. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Different different rules, I guess. I don't know how they. Ha- I would. I would be. A, I would yell oh, at the ref. So fun to be a coach. I would yell at those refs. Oh, I can't handle those m- missed calls. I'd like, I'd be outraged. Like I'd get on the ice. Like I'd stop the game. Yeah. They'd be like, he's walking out on the ice. Donnie's out there on the ice. Look, he's incensed. Every game you clearly enter from the dressing room wearing hockey skates <laughs> and the refs know oh, he's wearing hockey skates again. <laughs> he's going to come out. He tried to punch the last guy. <laughs> he just got off a six game coach fight. Coach fight. Coach fight. Oh man. That brings us to. Our special guest this week, Fool and Veil Letter. <laughs> Man, that is a great segue into that guest. Seems like it's time to cue the hockey sport podcast theme Shall music. Shall we cue it? Cue it. Ah, just cue it. Cue it real good. You want to welcome us? Yep. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Hockey Sport Podcast, a podcast for all things hockey sport related and some things peripheral but essential to hockey sport. You'll see. I love hockey sport. Do you love hockey sport? I have a love-hate relationship with hockey sport. I love Mm -hmm. that I love it, and I hate how much I love it. Mm -hmm. That's what that means, right? But we forgot to introduce ourselves. Oh, hi. Uh, this is Daniel Doney. Uh, I'm Daniel Doney. That's Stephen Morgan. I'm Stephen Morgan. Welcome. Glad you could join us. Take how, a seat. How, how, how are you? Are you talking to the audience? No, I'm talking to you. Oh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay. We can ask the audience. How are you guys doing? I mean, they can't respond, though. Yeah, but sometimes it just feels good, you know? Let's give them a second. Home, Let's just give them a second of silence. Listening just, to us. Yeah, listen to their own thoughts. And we're happy that you're here. How are you? How are you? 
Mm. That sounds hard. <laughs> oh, I know the feeling. Christmas is tough for a lot of people. Been there. Really? <laughs> you should get him um get him something fun socks. like a toy or something. Like people love socks. Underrated gift. Underrated gift. I make socks. Did you did you know that? I rock socks. I rock the socks. So this brings us to Hockey Sport Podcast, uh, the number one hockey sport-related podcast in the entire uh, universe. In the galaxy. Galaxy. In the multiverse. Well, that's hard to say. There might be many hockey sport podcasts. Right. There might be another... uh, It could be better. There might be another hockey sport podcast in a different um, dimension Mm -hmm. that has like maybe a couple more followers. Almost certainly. In fact, isn't that how it works? That there is definitely a bigger hockey sport podcast in the same way that, as you've said many times, there exists a universe out there where the Canucks won the 2011 Stanley Cup. Mm-hmm. And those people, there is a Daniel and a Steven, and their lives are just much better. Oh, we're definitely living in an alternate dimension. A bad alternate dimension. Mm-hmm. Something wrong happened. And I f- firmly believe, in, as do you, that it started when the Boston Bruins won the Cup. Let's in look at the evidence. The Olympics come to Montreal. The year later, they win the cup. The Olympics come to Calgary. A year later, they win the cup. Calgary Olympics, they win. Vancouver, lose in the seventh. What? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. How did that happen? It, it's clear what was supposed to happen. There's clearly a rift in interdimensional space-time, and we got catapulted into an alternate terrible reality where trump is president that's not right no that's not right at all let's all admit even if you're a trump supporter it doesn't make any sense that he's president it's obviously the boston bruins fault i it it can only be that can only be that tim thomas is a racist and chara's a monster (laughs) brad marshawn are you kidding me how could you root for that guy the entire Boston hockey fan base should be ashamed of themselves for cheering any goal that that horrible human scores. I'm calling you on that one right now. You have to come clean that every time I bring up Marchand, what do you say? I don't know what you're talking about. You, every time I bring up Marchand, I'm like, I hate Marchand. You always say the same thing. And it's all part of this darkest timeline horrible universe that we're in oh that's true it is part of the dark horribleness you of always the hockey say it world say cup. the words that you're so ashamed of the world cup you always say i, I he w- played pretty good i'm cheering for crosby during the world I'm cup cheering for crosby and every one of those goals no. i mean that was an embarrassing tournament embarrassing for everyone else besides canada <laughs> it wasn't even exciting to watch because i just we we were just we just won so easily. Come on, there was lots of non-Canadian great storyline, like um, the team McDavid, McDavid on the under <laughs> and Austin Matthews. Yeah. Team Anyways, Europe. you're trying to distract us from the fact that you defend Brad Marchand, and it's unexcusable. That brings us to Zamboni time. Woo! I'm gonna. This isn't on the list, but we're Zamboniing Brad Marchand. Yep. Yeah, we're Zamboniing him so... I can't believe we haven't done it before. We are Zamboniing him in the most brutal way possible, running him over with a Zamboni and cleaning yeah. the ice with his blood. Yeah, and then it freezes, and it turns out it's just better ice. Yeah. But it's black, of course. Yeah. Because his blood is jet fuel. Who else are we going to Zamboni? 
We are also Zambonian. Are we done making fun of Brad Marchand for the day? Okay, anyway. Yep. Brad Marchand, you don't notice. You know why we don't like you. Gone. You, yeah. You're gone. Earned it. Zamboni number two. We're Zambonian Wayne Gretzky. Yeah, that's fine. Don't need to talk about Wayne today. The great one. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Not the greatly one. He's not the greatly one. Matt, Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne. I didn't say Matt, Matt Duchesne. Matt <laughs> I'm not a smart man. The shame. Wayne Gretzky, you know, you, you, you've always been, in my mind, the most underrated hockey player. But I think it's fair for us to spend a podcast not talking about you. We've men- mentioned you a couple times. And in spite of our best efforts to get invited to your Christmas dinner, uh, we have not received an email. That email, again, is at thehockeysportpodcast at gmail.com. I hear it's a great dinner i hear that a lot of people are invited and i hear it's a very lucrative invite um mm-hmm. so we've been mentioning you haven't gotten an invite maybe not mentioning you playing hard to get mm-hmm. maybe that'll that's the goal maybe that'll work mm-hmm. yeah. has wayne gretzky ever thought about changing his name to wayne gretzky zamboni time number two our second zamboni of the day and it's a big one guys we're Zambonying the Vancouver Canucks. I know you probably want to hear us talk more about the Vancouver Canucks because we don't bring up 2011 enough, but we are actually doing it. We're not going to talk about the Vancouver Canucks this episode. Not happening. Yeah. Um, I mean, are we going to talk about Besser? See, this is what started this. You might have heard. We had a close call in between our last episode where Brock Besser. Obama. Barack Obesser. Barack Obesser. (laughs) Was hit by a puck, quite on purpose, if I may say so, by Giordano. Oh, Giordano's a thief. of the Flames. Yeah. Give the C. You already got one C on your jersey. It's your logo. Yeah. This is overkill. Besser's hit by a puck. The world goes crazy. For once, the Toronto media was talking about the Canucks, and it was because our star got injured. And I think that it was a lot of hoopla, and now he's playing, so let's uh, Zamboni the Vancouver Canucks. Yep. How do you feel? I feel fine with that. I think about them every second of the day, so it's nice to have a break. Ah, that's fair. It feels good, actually. How do you feel? There's a lot of pain there. Describe your emotional landscape right now. It's clear, like the wind feels fresh, like a sandwich. It almost feels a little bit empty, like a can of beer. Do you feel like the way your brain feels right now without the Canucks is the way in an alternate universe where the Canucks did win, your brain would feel all the time? I think the Daniel in that universe where the Canucks did win is... A much better man. Uh, I know. We're both much better people, and we probably host a much better podcast. Zamboni But you're stuck with us, guys. Number two. You're in this horrible alternate reality, just like we are. If you're so, listening to this, you're presumably in the same multiverse. Let's have a good time. So Let's rock it, huh? To Nothing to lose. Can. Nothing to lose in this universe. That's Zamboni time number two, the Vancouver Canucks. And our third Zamboni of the day Dan, want to take this one? Our third Zamboni of the day is the lockout. We're not going to talk about the lockout. We're not going to talk about the lockout. Um, 
I think it's an interesting topic that we haven't covered yet. It kind of piqued our interest. It did pique my interest, just even talking about it. Now I want to talk about it, which is what's fun about Zamboni Town. Yeah, it's a big story. It should be covered more. It's a black spot on the history of our league, and we aren't going to talk about it. It's almost like a nice little like foreshadow to be continued. Mm. We're Zamboning it now, but Zambonis always turn around and come back. And Another period's got to start. <laughs> <laughs> but, sadly, you mentioned the Permazam. Did I? Mm-hmm. What's the Permazam for those listening at home? The Permazam is a spell cast by a wizard banning a hockey player or topic from the Hockey Sport Podcast forever forever i have a feeling i know who we're gonna permazam really yeah who is it you retired too late chris neil merry christmas you should have retired earlier because the league doesn't want you and we don't want you either we were you stood us up back yesterday because we thought you were coming we thought you would be here and tell us some of those stories that you're so famous for telling and we would have a great time i know maybe i'll forgive him but right now i'm just angry i'm angry too i know permazam's hard to be angry it's gonna be tough because you know when you get permazam it goes on your wikipedia page and your permanent record and then mm-hmm. you really have trouble crossing the border but i think you need to it's get branded fair. he yeah, he gets branded uh, branded with a big Batman symbol. Mm-hmm. Good uh, branded. That was a reference to Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I'm Gary Batman. I referenced Gabranson. You referenced Good Branson. Uh, he's Good on Branson. the Canucks. Can we not say anything about the Canucks? No, the Canucks are Zamboni, do. Oh, shit. Is that what happens when. Yeah. Oh, okay. If you mention the Canucks, I blow the whistle. Great. Uh, Chris Neal, I don't know why you wouldn't show up. Come on, man. What the heck? He's like, a jerk. Seriously, dude, you're a jerk. He's a butthole. Anyways, really sad they didn't show up. Anyway, we have to get over it. And frankly, I don't know if I was, we were ever going to mention Chris Neal. I had him in the hockey pool one time as a goon. He was good. Did you really? Yeah. You got points for penalty minutes. So oh, I was like, nice. yeah, this worked out really well. On this day in hockey history, ladies and gentlemen, mm. do you know what day it is? I think it's the 89th of Smarch. Mm. Actually, you're off by a couple days. It is the 20th of December. And on this day in hockey history, on the 20th of December, 1979, uh, the Flyers uh, tied the Penguins, which extended their undefeated strength to the longest of all time at 28 games. Wow. Without a loss. And that record uh, holds true today. They went on to extend it to 35 games. Damn. 25-0-10 ties. Because there's no undefeated streaks anymore because we don't have ties. Because you know, yeah, which there should be ties. Ugh, we're not getting into this. Ties are dumb. Ties are cool. No one thinks ties are cool. I do. You went to a game the other day. I you must have enjoyed seeing a team win, even if it wasn't your team. No, I wish they had, they had tied. <sighs> the game tying goal. What an exciting <laughs> moment! And they just hold out for the one point. That season, can you guess what happened to the Philadelphia Flyers in 1979? After going undefeated, 35 I think their games. plane crashed, right? The entire team died in a horrible, fiery plane crash? I have something different here, but that sounds more right. Right. Yeah. I could uh, be wrong. Yeah, I think that that's why that... It, it, sorry, I misunderstood. It wasn't an undefeated streak. It was a survival streak, and it ended when their whole team was killed in a plane crash. Right. Oh, that's too bad. And they tried to eat each other, didn't they? 
they um, had to eat each other. They like their plane crashed in the Alps, and they had to. Reports vary. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like, can you believe the one survivor who showed up afterwards, very fat? Scott Hartnell. Yeah. Can you believe what he said? I mean, they were delicious. It was his first words after the plane crash. Delicious. The Broad Street Burgers. On this day, number two. On this day, December 20th, 1983, Guy Lafleur became the 10th NHL player to score 500 goals. And if you're wondering why that story is not that interesting, it's because not a lot happened on December 20th. Uh, so that was one of the better ones that I was able to find. Uh, kind of interesting. It's not that interesting. It's not that interesting. No, it's not. It's He's not, the 10th. It's not great. Yeah. It's not great. The 10th. <laughs> the 10th one. Yeah. At least yeah. it's an even number. Yeah. That's not like, really the best. Not like 31. Yeah, the 31st. That's not interesting. Yeah. Like 31 teams in the NHL. Yeah, that makes sense. <sighs> Batman! Batman! I'm Gary Batman. And on this day, number three, 1996, December 20th, 1996, the Phoenix Coyotes actually played their first home game. Uh, it was in December because it was delayed after they'd been uh, relocated from Winnipeg because they couldn't, they didn't have the technology at the time to have ice in the desert. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a little known fact about the Phoenix Coyotes, their first ever home game at the Double Sandman Arena, Yep, it was called at the time, was actually on cement. Uh, they later CGI'd in the ice and they played in rollerblades because it was just too hot. They had this whole... Uh, retractable roof thing because they thought that'll work and then yep. they realized it's like really hot out right now mm-hmm. uh, this is a desert um i remember watching that on tv and i mm-hmm. thought it was interesting that they used the same technology um that they used to uh highlight the puck uh that multicolored ring they mm-hmm. used that for the entire ice so yeah. the whole thing was like it looked like rainbow road in mario kart it looked cool that is uh, a, a great inspiration for what they were going for. But unfortunately, I think that they just uh, messed up and put in the wrong green screen. Because there was a moment in there where instead of the ice, there was just a CGI'd uh, spaceship blowing up the White House, which was another big thing from 1996. It seems like a really ripe opportunity to project things on the ice. I don't know why they don't do that more in the game. Uh, to try to scare the other players, like project a shark breaking through the ice, you know, on a breakaway, scare the other team or something like that, you know? That's a brilliant idea. Um, um, if project it, like a, a Skype phone call with their grandma. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, why didn't you answer me? Yeah, was, something really personal. I'm sorry, I'm pl- I was playing grandma, I had a breakaway. Ovechkin's then... on a breakaway and, and, the, and the ice gives way and lava comes out. And so all of a sudden Ovechkin thinks that yeah. he's falling in the lava. Ovechkin is famously afraid of lava. Yeah. That's why he's never played a hockey game in Hawaii. All Russians are. Interesting. Afraid of lava. I thought it was just Ovechkin. And Gorbachev. Ovechkin's the only Russian in the NHL, I believe. Trotsky was afraid of uh, ice, which is why he was both not a very good hockey player and killed by an ice pick. <laughs> top story number one. Woo! Woo! Bring it back to the top stories. I love the top story section. They're very essential. Who doesn't like news? Trump. That's our last Trump reference. Otherwise, we're going to have to Zamboni him. I'd... This is not that podcast. Yeah, let's Zamboni Trump. 
right, Trump, you're permazammed. Whoa, permazammed? <laughs> okay, no, I take it back. I take it back. It's all right. There's a, I forgot there is a it uni- does get unilateral uh, decision-making process we have to go in order to initiate a permazam that involves both of us putting our keys that exist in a necklace we wear yeah. into a specific lock yeah. hidden deep in the ocean. We have to count down and then turn the keys at the exact same time. If we do it wrong. Code. There's it, retinal scanning. If you do it wrong, it could take your hand off. Your, mm-hmm. your hand goes into the lock and then it closes on your arm. Yep. Severing it. There's retinal scanning and rectal scanning. Mm-hmm. It's a new type of technology. Actually, people don't know that everyone's rectum is kind of like a snowflake. And scannable. I was actually thinking today how horrible... So for some reason, this image popped into my head was the Vegas. This can only go into the, a the, dark ve- the Vegas Onion Knights winning the Stanley Cup, and Donald J. Trump. Is that his little initial? I don't know. I don't care. Congratulating them. We've tr- then we've 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 truly we've truly cascaded into not only a parallel horrible multiverse or a parallel horrible alternative universe, but the worst, the worst, possible. one of the worst hell. I think. We live in hell. We've, we've, we've said this before, but that would be truly the reckoning. That would be Armageddon. To watch a future where President Donald Trump presents congratulations to a, a Las Vegas hockey team in their first season. I might have to boycott. I'm just going to put this out there. I think the hockey podcast dies. I think we have to make that, that bet now. We have I'll to make really that assurance sad. now. Don't worry. There'll still be the Ultimate Universe podcast, which will then take over, which yeah. is the universe where the Canucks won. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, we got to get better at this. <laughs> at our sound effects? <laughs> no, at our not mentioning the Canucks. <laughs> Damn. Top story number one. After we have successfully Zambonied he who shall not be presidented. This top story is the curse of the winter classic. Mm. It's become a serious issue in the league to the point where I don't think teams even want to play outdoors. It's cold. It's cold and bad things happen. So we have reported extensively. We've been one of the leading voices in the conversation about Eugene Melnick. Mm-hmm. Just a little recap for the people at home. Um, Eugene Melnick was one of the... Um, conspirators in the tourist assassination. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Back to up to date. Adding to that, uh, here's this quote from Eugene Melnick. A day before the Winter Classic, a day before the biggest event in his team's history, a team that didn't sell out uh, conference final games last year. Small market team, man. Don't They've say small market a, team. They're a Canadian team. We don't have small market markets. Team. We can't. Look, it's talk like that, which is why Hamilton and Quebec City and wherever else are never going to get Port teams. Moody. The Port Moody Moody Blues. <laughs> <laughs> they just trademark it. They'd be the Brewers or something. Like they'd be. Mm, they the don't Port know. Moody Brewers. The Brewers. The Brewers. With their head coach Eric Burr. Eric Burr. Eric Burr. <laughs> We can cut that. <laughs> this is no, I love the Port Moody Brewers. It'll <laughs> be great when we get sponsored by a brewery. Like, yeah, we could get um, sponsored by a Port Moody brewery. Yeah, uh, Port yellow, Moody brewery. Do- yellow Dog is M- out of Moody Port Moody Ales. Moody Ales, um, mm-hmm. Twin Sales. Please, people, if you're listening at home, we're looking for a six pack. That's all it takes. Port Moody is beautiful. 
Frankly, listeners, if you send us a six-pack of a beer of your choice, you can be the sponsor. I'll sponsor anything. If you give us free stuff, we will sponsor you. The sponsor can literally be Glenn from Coquitlam. I would love to sponsor you, Glenn. Yeah. We'll do... We'll we'll have a shout-out to you, and we can talk about you, and you can be on the podcast. individual personal sponsorships is the route to the success of this podcast. I think so, too. So, Eugene Melnick... His quote before the beginning of the biggest game in his franchise's history since they won a Stanley Cup in a league that really didn't exist at the time, uh, uh, he said, I'm not going to blow a lifetime of working hard to support a hockey team. It's not going to happen. Actually, sorry, I didn't get the accent right. Uh, We've got actually a live tape of Eugene Melnick saying it, so we're just going to play the live tape, actually. Uh, I'm not going to blow a lifetime of working hard to support a hockey team. Uh, It's not going to happen. Uh, The bigger question is whether I'm prepared to blow all that money I made over many years in a different industry, in a different country. Oh, Melnick. Man, he is a wizard with words. And it couldn't have been better timing considering uh, how important that game was for Ottawa. He then later went on to say... What did he say? It just won't happen. It's a franchise. Imagine if you own a McDonald's franchise, but you can move it. Why would you sell it? It's something that's very difficult to buy. Nice little blackmail right before a celebration of 100 years of the Ottawa Senators. Don't worry. I could always move it. I like to move it, move it. This is a long tradition, actually, of... of Terrible things happening on Winter Classics. There's a uh, certain story of a certain goalie on a certain team that... Oh, how do I tell this story without a... It was the Canucks Winter <laughs> Classic that I... Uh, it was Luong, uh, Luongo didn't get any lack. you're zamboning and, all over yourself And then right they traded... Now. They traded him and then... Oh. I mean, it's your own fault. How, how are we going to have a top story about the Winter Classic and not talk about one of the most interesting Winter Classic stories of all time? Well, we can't. We just can't. Oh, he's getting torn up. He's getting torn up. That was so crazy. It's what... It's... uh, (laughs) All right. You can't do it. This is why our podcast is essential. No one's talking about this. No one's talking about this. No one talked about this. We're not talking about the stories that everyone should be talking about. That's right. We don't, we don't talk about what people don't talk about. I've forgotten more than Nick Kiprios has ever known. Pierre Maguire ain't got shit on me. As, as tragic as that specific Winter Classic is. As tragically hip. There is a more tragic Winter Classic, I'd say, because that's where Crosby got his first concussion. Oh, my God. This, it truly is a cursed thing. It is a game. cursed thing. It is a cursed thing. That concussion? Ugh. Guys, can we all agree? We all wish Crosby didn't have concussions i don't want any concussions for crosby there's no yeah. point i, I mean just, i'm not it's just one of the saddest storylines in hockey i mean it's just it's good that he's he's still playing and has won all those cups and everything like i'm glad i'm so glad i'm not even a huge pittsburgh fan but you yeah. just don't want to see that you just don't want to see that exactly that brings us to top story number two top story number two Christmas lists. Hockey holidays. What's going to be under the tree? Mm. You're not supposed to look at what's going to be given to you on Christmas, but Bad Ben luck. had a sneak peek. Ooh. He actually snuck into some people's apartments. Sneaky Ooh, I devil. See. I did see it. He saw what they're getting and what's going to be left by that Santa and that I bunch came down of the reindeers. Chimney, like Santa Claus. What's going to be under Gary Bettman's tree? Santa Claus. 
what's going to be under Gary Bettman's tree? Mm-hmm. Uh, the head of his horse, mm-hmm. Godfather style. Cool. Got it. It's a warning. Ironically. It's a warning. And his response is, it was delicious. Yep. What do you think is going to be under Islanders head coach Doug Waits' tree? Ooh, um, a new captain. Okay, we'll get to that one later. What do you think is going to be under Brendan Shanahan, president of the Toronto Maple Leafs tree? Stanley Cup. That's, no, make another, no, say, take it back. Wait. Take it back. What did I what say? What did you say? I don't know. Daniel. <sighs> They're not going to win. Pittsburgh's going to win. You already said it. What have you done? You know that we have immense power here. Word is bond. What do you think is going to be under Ryan Getzlav's tree? Uh, toupee. And underneath the tree of his line mate, or I don't even know if they play together, Corey Perry. Corey Perry is, uh, uh, I was going to say, a new face. I just think his face is weird. What do you, what do you think of Corey Perry's face? <laughs> I just think his face looks weird. He looks like a baby. Like he looks like a child. He looks like uh, if they did a where are they now section for like Gerber babies. Yeah, exactly. Like, he has a that, baby's face. Remember that TV commercial from the 80s where the kid played the drums and he was a toddler? Look at him now. He has it looks baby like a face. Up baby. Yeah, he has baby face. He has a weird face. So you're thinking he's like an older face? Has Corey Perry ever won anything? That's... I can't answer that without going on a big rant that's going to Zamboni. Corey Perry? Go on the rant. I've never had No, because I break the Zamboni rule. Oh, who did we Zamboni? The Canucks. But- <laughs> I didn't say it. Corey Perry was never on the Canucks. Yeah, but he won. Oh, did he win? Yeah, he won the Hart Trophy. Instead of? Someone. <laughs> it's Zammed. It's Zammed. We can't talk about it. Is that a breaking of the Zamboni rule? Uh, you only had a heart. Darkest, darkest timeline, hey? We're in such a dark timeline. It all stems back to that moment. I imagine Toronto fans feel the same way, but their moment is 50 years ago. You know, like they won the cup in 67 and then just something happened. Yeah. And it's just been 50 years. It's tragic. It's tragic. They've got, they've got some tragedy too. But when you come close and... Nope. Zamboni. Having the Canucks Zambonied has been the Everest of our podcast. Yeah. We've never faced such animosity. I think viewers are going to be pissed. Do you think they come here to hear us rant about old storylines? I think so. I think there's a lot of rage and there's uh, we're, we're a medium that they can get, they can get that out. They can to get quote that out with. the Hockey Sport Podcast, there's a lot of stuff that needs to be brought before the league. And there's a couple people who need to publicly apologize and resign. Talking to you, Kessie Kessler. And top story number three, trade payback. Ooh. So you guys might recall there was a time. If this was a movie title, trade payback. Trade. What would the trailer sound like? Payback. This summer. Two hockey players, one trade that defined an era. Baby. Baby. I would love to hear the movie trailer guy say the words baby. 
and he's back, baby. Do you think this is the defining trade of our era? Probably. You guys might remember a blockbuster trade. I'm trying to sound as excited as I can about this. <laughs> Adam Henrik, Joseph Bendici, third round pick for Sammy Vatanen and a conditional blah, blah, blah. I had Vatanen in a pool once. Yeah, I did once too. And yeah. he was like, eh, Not you a have bad. to pick a defense. Yeah, he's That's a good fine. defensive pick. Him. Yep. Gotta pick somebody. A little over the hill now, though, don't you think? I don't know. He's got a mustache in this picture, but so does Ooh, Henrik. I love a good mustache on a hockey player. Yeah. The Sedins need to get some mustaches or some facial hair going. You know what I mean? They had such good playoffs. Oh, dude, you can't do that. Oh, you shit. You tricked me into it. <laughs> okay. Well. Maybe we should turn it into a game where we try to trick each other into changing the subject to the Canucks. <laughs> yeah. And every time we do, that person have has, to drink. has to drink. But you can't do it. You, if you bring up the Canucks too directly, you lose. I think this is a drinking game for the rest of our lives. If I say something and you bring accidentally up, bring up the Canucks. the Canucks, you have to drink. Yeah. At any point when we're drinking. Doesn't have to be during the podcast. Sounds like you're permazamming the Canucks in our lives. The Canucks are like the game. Did you guys ever play the game where if you think of the game, you lose the game? Oh, uh, the game. The game. Mm-hmm. That's what we're doing with the Canucks right now. If you right. think about the Canucks, you're going to lose because everything I think of is like the Sedines with facial hair. That's such a good story. Yeah, it's a that good story. That should be top story number one. I know. It's we interesting. We can't talk about it. It's interesting. Why do we Zamboni them? We won't Zamboni them next time. We'll get it. All, we're getting it all remember it felt good felt good for a time felt not good. think about it uh, let's move on so clear so adam henrique was traded for sammy vadden and it's not that interesting a story but pretty cool little goal was scored where adam henry and sammy vadden playing each other i'm not gonna try too hard to articulate for this yeah that's fine. but uh, i'm gonna cue this up and you guys can check out this play great i haven't seen this henrique vadden oh sick yeah Henrik comes in, lobs the puck over Vatanen. Over his head. That is a schoolyard ball hockey move. For sure. Look at this chip. Chip. And he outraces him, too. And outraces he just him. S- speeds I, him to the puck. Vatanen's so, old school. That's got to be personal. That's got to be something that he was thinking about doing as soon as he saw the guy that his team gave up for him. Kind of weird not seeing Vatanen in a. In a Ducks jersey. Yeah, kind of weird. We want a classic player with a classic... I don't even care. Um, This brings us to... What was the name of our segment? Trade Payback, baby. (laughs) Trade Payback, baby. Starring Jean-Claude Vatanen. Trade Payback, baby. So we've got a few of our favorite uh, times that teams uh, got a little payback. For the trade, either uh, you know, player scoring against his old team, or scoring against the person he was traded for. Uh, top one that comes to my mind is that goal Joe Thornton scored, where he uh, went to Boston. Do you remember his first game back in Boston, mm-hmm. and he just had sex with the GM's wife. Yeah, that was badass. That was fucking. Badass. That was really cool. Um, it seemed fair. It seemed fair. Thornton was supposed to be a lifelong Bruin. That isn't part of the darkest timeline. That's a great part of the timeline. Traded Thornton. An oft-forgotten trade. Oft. Yes. That defined an era. That one fits. Yeah. That is a defining trade of the San Jose era. Gord Downey's last album has a song that largely references that trade in it. Really? Yeah. He released an album. Like this year. uh, What's it called? Imagine or introduce your... Self or Introduce like yourself, that? maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, there's, there's a big song about the Bruins because he's a big Bruin fan. Traitor. Sorry. 
Damn it, Gord. Yeah, I know. Does he know that? Just when I was starting to like Gord Downey. No, I'm just kidding. I love Gord Downey forever and always and always have. <laughs> we miss you, Gord. He's a genius. Uh, but seriously, Bobby Orr is a fraud. Tune uh, back to episode one to learn about how Bobby Orr is a fraud. More like Bobby Snore. Mm-hmm. More like Bobby Whore. Oh, I think they should name trophies after Gretzky and Orr. All of our trophies are named after, you know, Calder and Vesna and Art Ross and guys like this. Why isn't there? Luckily, there, there should be a trophy named after Gretzky. 100%. Do you remember He's last? the greatest hockey player of all time. This is gonna argue. This is gonna aggravate you so much. But you know who there is a trophy named after? Arguvate me. It's gonna aggravate you. This is gonna argonaut you. Toronto argonaut. Toronto argonaut. Let's talk about the Toronto Argonauts for thirty seconds. Go. Go. Say as much as okay. you can. Football. It's shaped kind of like a teardrop, but it has uh, two ends that I are. I don't both know pointy. any of the players on the Toronto Argonauts. Um, blue. I think uh, they're blue jerseys. I used to have season tickets to the BC Lions, so I probably saw them play a couple times. Wow. How many games did you go to? Uh, That's not about guys. the Argonauts. Uh, Dang it. Um, Damn, Toronto's the biggest city in like the surrounding area. Third biggest city in the North America. Toronto okay, Argonauts. That sounds good. Toronto Argonauts. Um, uh, uh, three downs. Uh, There's three downs. Uh, blue blue jerseys. Um, um, I said blue already. Uh, uh, time's up. That's pretty good. Uh, listeners, we got blue jerseys. I think that's all we got. Listeners, call in if you have anything to add. But I think we covered it. CFL is not that interesting, unfortunately. If someone came up to you and was like, "The NFL has better rules than the CFL," would you argue with them? Yeah. Yeah, I would too. I would go tooth and nail. Yeah. I don't know if I can no, name. I'd say the more balls than... are bigger, and that's better. The the, the three... balls are bigger. Yeah, the balls are bigger. What? Okay, we got to save this for World of Other Sport featuring foot sport. Sorry, Canadian uh, foot Canadian sport. foot fart. <laughs> Canadian foot fart. We've been a little loose with our enunciation today. We need to do warm ups before the podcast. We really should also drink less whiskey. Mm-hmm. The whiskey is definitely not helping our foot sport. I think we should we. We'll just have to do a little um, viewer discretion is advised. We're drinking whiskey. Oh, we should say who we're being sponsored by. We're being sponsored today by Red Label. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker Red Label is the official sponsor of the Hockey Sport Podcast today. Not a lot of people know this, but Johnny Walker had a very brief AHL career. That's right. He played half a shift, and they said, you can't wear that red British person's outfit on the ice, mm-hmm. and you reek of whiskey. Get off the ice. Um, he then went on to coach the uh, Tampa Bay farm team. The, the Buccaneers. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, and to a winning season, they won the uh, Memorial Cup um, in uh, a record setting two games. And uh, Johnny Walker is now in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Because of the whiskey. He sponsors the Hockey Hall of Fame. He sponsors the Hockey Hall of Fame. Much like he's sponsoring this hockey sport podcast right now. Thank you, Johnny Walkers, for sponsoring. Also, if you want to send us free Johnny Walkers, that would also probably earn the sponsorship more than what you've done so far. That would help complete the sponsorship. Help Mm, complete complete the sponsorship sponsorship. by sending us free bottles of What we're really doing by shouting out future sponsors is creating a sort of sponsorship IOU. Mm Mm-hmm. Where it's a family, strange it's a fellows sponsorship family owes us, yes, but doesn't know it yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So 
That's, that's another one. And if the IOU isn't uh, redeemed in uh, quick enough time, there might be a, a Zambonying. Just word to the wise. You don't want to get permazammed. I was going to tell you before we tell me took now. a crucial sidetrack into the world of foot sport. Canadian foot sport. Canadian foot sport. I was going to tell you that there is a trophy named after a modern day player. And I will give you six seconds to think of it. Just think, what's the what's the most aggravating thought? Just think, this is the darkest multiverse, and and everything in the world has gone wrong because this person has a trophy named after them. Canuck legend. No, I don't want to say it. No, Mark that's what I was gonna know. Mess. What's the Messier trophy? He puts the yay back in Messier. The, get this, the leadership trophy, the Mark Messier Leadership Award. A man who, without breaking the Zamboni rule of this episode, stole future New York Islanders center Trevor Linden's captaincy away from him. Also took number 11. That was a unofficially retired number. Okay, that's a Zamboni. Next top story is a top true story. Friend of mine was. These are rare. These are very rare. A uh, friend of mine was at the uh, Canucks game uh, where we lost 6 1 to the Flames. And um, apparently the crowd was getting restless. This is a true story, first hand account. Um, this isn't a first hand account. Second hand account? Yeah, this is a second hand account. Right, second hand account. And the podcast listeners are the third hand. Okay, so it's. A, I'm a third hand. You're the third hand account podcast. So it's a fourth hand account. Hand- here yeah, hearing this is a rumor it's a rumor from a friend of mine <laughs> so when you tell other people you're gonna say hey it's a friend of a friend of mine heard this on a podcast also thank you for acknowledging that if you're listening to this podcast you are a friend of ours yeah oh yeah huge you friend. shouldn't say i listened to a podcast yesterday you should say i hung out with some friends at this point uh, just for this story the zamboni rule has been lifted because it's about a Canucks game but apparently that's not how this rule works <laughs> apparently okay, go on Apparently, the crowd was getting restless at the 6-1 loss, and no joke, they started a Messier sucks chant. (laughs) To all you Canucks fans, to whoever in Canucks Nation started that chant, and whoever joined in, it's one of the best things I've ever heard. My friend telling me that story, he said he was it was awesome. It is awesome. We should have a Messier sucks chant at every game. I truly believe that. We should it should happen every game. I think it'd be awesome. I love that. Uh, hopefully someday a Canuck wins the Messier Leadership Award. Maybe they already have. Should I check? No, yeah, we don't check things. Check. Probably not though. We don't check things. No, we don't check things here. <sighs> Steve, next Canucks game we go to, let's start a Messier sucks let's chant. Let's start a Messier sucks chant. Okay, Zamboni's back. Also, on. if you're at a Canucks game, in the near future, and you hear Messier sucks, and you're a listener, you know what happened. Zamboni's back. You've been Zamboni. You've been Zammed. I think that from now on, our listeners should be able to call in or email us with punishments when we break the Zamboni rule. That's the only way we're going to stick to this. So, listeners, email the hockey sport podcast at gmail.com to suggest punishments for us breaking our Zamboni rule that are. Up to and including as harsh as being run over by a Zamboni, as Brad Marchand already has been. 
gonna happen. I, I'll do anything. Yeah, we'll do anything. I'll do anything for love of strangers. Mm-hmm. Just want attention. We've got a guest. We've got a guest. As you beautiful listeners know, every episode we have a guest come on and talk to us. Uh, unfortunately, last couple episodes, they haven't showed up, but that's fine. Because our guest this wait, week is wait, definitely showing wait. up. Dude. Dude, it's John Tortorello. We can't have him on. We Zamboni the... Oh my god, why did we do that? We should call and tell him not to come on. He's going to be pissed. Oh, he's going to be so pissed. Oh my god, dude. Should I call him? No, dude. You can't piss off John Totorello. I'm going to call him. No, have you fucking seen? I'm going to call him. Have you? If you see... Dude, dude just put call him, phone, John. Put the, put the phone down. If he finds out to be Zamboni the Cooks. Hey, John. Shut your yak. Hey, it's good to talk to you, too. Um, listen, about the uh, you coming on the podcast. Jesus Christ, how much time do we have to talk about it? We just we're we're too we're too busy. We can't uh, we can't fit you in. Really, basically just shut up. I'm really sorry about that. I wish I could give you a f- explanation about it. I can't. I'd love to talk to you more in a different time. Ask me a question. Don't say talk about it. Ask me a question, please. Do you want to talk on the phone now or? Dude, we have forty fucking minutes to go. Yeah, I mean. We could reschedule. And you're going to do it here. Well, I mean, you're being kind of a jerk right now. Shut your yak. Well, you know, screw you. So fucking screw her on straight here. All right, fine. Would you get me the hell out of here, please? All right, bye. I love you. Don't put words in my mouth. I mean, that was a sweet ending, at least. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel bad, too. But, I mean, at least we had our first guest. Hey, he was our first guest. Oh, we should have told him. That deserves uh how do we celebrate here on the Hockey Sport Podcast? We celebrate in the traditional uh, hockey way of celebrating, which is to do a humble and unresponsive post-game interview. Daniel, how do you feel about having our first uh, podcast uh, guest? I mean, you know, we've been working really hard to get a lot of podcast guests on, and uh, it just feels good to... Uh, to have to get our first one but to be honest there's a lot more podcasts and we just got to keep looking forward and take it one podcast at a time so we noticed that you had really good uh like uh, phone possession you know i feel like your phone possession was really strong in this game you were uh really pressing with questions uh, getting them on net and making sure that every one of them counted uh, what do you think about that and do you think it had a difference in the game i mean uh you know he's a great podcast guest john and uh you know towards his towards his uh you know, he's a, you know, he's a handful, but, uh, you know, we just try to, you know, I, I, I mean, I just try to play my game. I just tried to ask my questions and, you know, just keep it really focused out there. Okay. And what do you think about uh, your chances, uh, for the next episode with your next guest? Um, we got a next guest coming up. I'm not sure what it is yet, but, uh, I'm sure once we get there, you know, we just got to play our game. Uh, we just got to get, uh, we just got to go deep in there. We just got to get, go hard in the boards, get pucks on the net. Keep getting pucks on the net. Okay, well, thank you for the interview. Uh, looks like we have a lot of celebrating to do. Yep. Thanks, oh, that felt good. That felt really good. That felt so good. <sighs> what a way to celebrate. Oh, what a way to celebrate. Yeah. Man, big two points. All right. Uh, Stevie Morgs, uh, I got a little uh, segment here called... Did you just slip in a new nickname? Stevie Morgs? I just wanted to note it. This next section's called 
Best or worst? Best or worst? Steve, um, what city do you think has the best chance of getting a new franchise? Is it Seattle? Is it Quebec City? Or is it Gary Bettman's basement? Go. Uh, this is tough. I've weighed the options, and I think the things you really have to remember are attendance. Mm-hmm. Seating capacity, right? Luxury boxes. That's right. And ad revenue. Exactly. That's what and I about. think that Gary Bettman's basement, uh, based on the number of dead hookers are down there, has great seating capacity. Uh, it must be pretty luxurious, otherwise they wouldn't have gone down there into his trap, as he calls it. He plays the trap. He sorry. He plays the trap. Yeah. And in terms of ad revenue. Um, he's so rich cause he's so high paid that I think he'll probably be the main sponsor. So I think the lost, the Gary Bettman basement dwelling, uh, dead prostitutes as their team name will be called are going to do very well and have at least as good attendance as Florida Panthers. He plays the one, three, one system. Also one dick, three prostitutes, one gun. It's, we've seen success in that system before. It's a good system. Yeah. It's the dead prostitute system. The Gary Bettman's basement dead prostitutes. Cup contenders? I think that considering he makes the rules for how they draft, almost definitely. Real talk here. What do you think? Jarring. Do it's you a think, jarring transition. Do you think the Quebec City, do you think they'd be the same team? Of course. All right. Maybe the Nordiques? Real talk here. I'm not joking, and I'm just going to say this to piss you off because it's true. If there's a relocation of a team, it's going to go to Houston. Houston? No joke. This is a hockey sport podcast guarantee. It's Houston. a safe bet? It's a safe it's bet. It's a hockey sport podcast safe bet. Put it up on the safe bet board. Put it up on the board. safe bet board. That is a... Houston? A guarantee. Home of the Astros? Home of Bull another like summer Bull location that doesn't have ice. Bull honky. It's not going to go to Quebec City. I don't think it's going to go to Quebec City. Put another, put another, um, put another team in Toronto. To be honest, the story I've heard is that New York has two teams. Why doesn't Toronto have two teams? The story that I've heard is that Quebec City had a really good arena that's very up to date, mm-hmm. but every year that goes by it gets more and more out of date. And same, the same thing happened with Hamilton. They were, had a really good arena, and everyone thought Hamilton's going to get a team. And then five, ten years went by. Now their arena's old, out of date, and they're not going to get a team. And I think he, it's gonna, there's going to be a Seattle team. And then Phoenix. Well, Phoenix is going to move to Seattle. Sea Coyotes. Uh, you're going to get probably Carolina moving to Houston. And an expansion team in Yellowknife. Yeah, and they'll be called the Yellowknife Forks. Let's get the Hartford Whalers back. So down. That's that's Carolina. That's where they went. Yeah, I know. Let's move them back. Move them back. And that brings us to the segment that you guys have been waiting for, because you want to stay up to date. It's the Get Out of Town scoreboard. <gasps> Get out of town. Three games happened tonight. It is Wednesday, December 20th. Oh, we there's no current scores going on? No current scores. Oh, these are finals. Scores. They're all finals. The um, Atlanta Flames 
beat uh, the Port Moody Blues 2-1. to one. The Philadelphia Broad Street Burgers beat the Detroit Tire on Fire rolling down an empty street 4-3. Uh, Was and, that in overtime? Uh, no, that's just straight up final. Oh, that's harsh. One goal games are tough. And the, um, the uh, Columbia... <laughs> Uh, it's funny, I didn't realize until recently, but most of the Edmonton Oilers' cocaine was supplied by the Columbia Blue Jackets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the only team not based in North America. Interesting. Which is very so anyway, interesting. The, which uh, is why every time they play a road game, uh, their suitcases are full of stuff that isn't quite hockey gear. Yeah, it's weird that they don't have hockey bags. They have suitcases. Yeah. It's weird. Anyway, the uh, Columbia... show up with leather suitcases with combination codes, and as everyone knows... Airport security is not allowed to open a combination code no, suitcase. Especially not from a Colombian. If you have a Colombian passport, they just let you right through. Let you right through. The uh, um, Columbia Blue Jackets beat the uh, Toronto Center of the Universe. Oh, my God. I'm so important. Me, me, me's four to two. So there you go. That's our out-of-town scoreboard. Hope you guys are happy. awesome that the Toronto Maple Leafs changed their name to appeal to millennials. We're probably the most important generation of all time. The fate of the alternate terrible multiverse lies in our hands. We need to get back to the multiverse. See, we have different uh, opinions about the multiverse. I don't think it's something you can change. I think the path is... You don't think we can get back into the good dimension? I don't think so. If you had a time machine, would you use it? Quick diversion here. I would. 100%. I'd go forward. Really? You wouldn't go back? Yeah, I'd go forward. I think back is scary. What am I going to learn in the back? Wow. Past. You can learn a lot in the back. But it does segue nicely into our next segment, which is one of our most popular segments. We get a lot of mail about this one. It's called the Hockey Trade, Trading Center of Hockey Sport Related Trades. Are you tired of losing? Sick of getting scored on? Is your team captainless? Do you get a sinking feeling when you think about the state of your franchise? Well, worry no more because John Tavares is moving to an arena near you. He's up for grabs. Could he go to Calgary? Could he go to Vancouver? Could he go to Toronto? Could he go to any of these Canadian teams? You decide. Probably not. He's probably going to go to an American team. That section was brought to you by the New York Islanders, actually. They sponsor that section, and it's strange that they probably didn't realize that John Tavares would be directly soliciting offers for his free agency during it. I'm calling it right now. He's moving. It's a safe bet. Chalk it up. Knock it it down. As a safe bet, chalk it up, knock it down, flip it over, and bury it in the ground. Put it in the closet for Christmas because the kids are going to be peeking. He's moving. He's moving. I don't think he is. He's moving on up to the east side. He's finally going to get a piece of the pie. I'm talking about the Stanley Cup. He got in one little fight, and his mom got scared. And said, hey, you're moving with your auntie and uncle to... Calgary. Calgary. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That would really hurt my feelings if you moved to Calgary. You know, I just really want to play with Goudreau. I like his speed. I think of all the Edmonton teams, Goudreau has the most speed. (laughs) Man, do you remember last episode... Moved to Edmonton, Tavares. That is possible. Do you remember last episode... When we Zambonied Edmonton and we just couldn't keep it up because we had to rip on them. It, and we haven't it, talked about Edmonton at all. It, it this consistently episode. happens when we Zamboni a team. It's kind of like a curse. Like we it haven't, is a curse. we didn't talk about the Canucks as much as we wanted to on this podcast. 
We had many top stories that were about the Canucks. Yeah, we did. And we just set ourselves up for In retrospect, a bad move to Zamboni the Canucks, but we um, did it. I've asked you this question before, but I feel like it's more relevant now than ever. Yes, I will marry you. Oh, I'm the happiest hockey fan on Hockey Sport Planet. We're back to the happiest timeline. I'm just going to marry you so that you can get into the... I know you need citizenship. Yeah, because I'm Colombian. Yep. Uh, I'm going to ask you one question I've asked you before. Mm-hmm. Uh, describe the Edmonton Oilers in one word. Crunchy. Um, can we do this next section? I don't think we can. I think we Zambonied it. Uh, we Zambonied an entire section. This section is called... I mean, I already did a top story. Screw it. This next section is called... Remember 2011? I'll keep this man. Remember 2011 section brief. I think the Rome suspension was a turning point. This next section is called, Where Are They Now? This is actually a feel-good story, which we don't do a lot of, but we also don't feel very good about the league these days. Um, Or about ourselves in general. Yeah. We're just barely hanging on. Yeah. There's been some real dark thoughts exchanged via looks between us. We do a lot of editing in this podcast, and a lot of it is very dark, introspective, existential, just conversation about life. It's easy to edit that stuff out because we're usually screaming. Yeah. Uh, But this section is a where are they now good news story, and it is about uh, a tweet that Jordan Tutu, former uh, Rocket Richard winner, if I memory correct. Jordan Tutu meets the hooded fang what's that it's a children's story i used to read is that a reference to something it's a reference to the jordan tutu uh children's book series Mm. see when i hear a reference that i don't think i understand i like to hammer the joke into the ground hammer it baby kill it payback baby payback baby Rome suspension. No, wait, that's the preview. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off the rails here. We're losing it. <laughs> We're losing it. Guess uh, what? Johnny Walker, red label. Your perm We don't want you to sponsor this podcast. You'll kill it. You'll burn it to the ground. You'll kill it. We are a beer podcast. We're a beer podcast only. Guess what, Johnny Walker? Payback, In baby. In fact, take this. Smash sound. Thank you. Our feel-good story today is actually a good feel-good story, which is about Jordan Tutu, and he tweeted that he's been seven years sober, and we actually do want to congratulate him. I'll say the him. same for myself. Man, that is actually really bad timing, considering the rant we just went on, but... <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, he's clearly a better person than we are. Chalk up anything we do that offends you to the alternate terrible universe theory. Uh, which it's all, all stems it's from not the Rome fault. suspension. It's not As our I fault. said, it's not our fault. Rome, it's not your fault. I'm sorry if it's if not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. No, I know it's not my fault. It's not your fault. I know. I, I understand. It's not that. your fault. I understand. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. I'm just saying, if Nathan Horton had a stronger neck, the Canucks would have won the Stanley Cup, and Robin Williams would still be alive. Wow, this is a dark timeline. Robin, we love you. We love Robin, man, wherever you are. So, speaking of Jordan Tutu, which is a good feel-good story, we wanted to uh, bring up our first iteration of the Where Are They Now segment. Where are they now? 
Where are they now? Our first Where Are They Now is uh, Eric Lindros. Mm. Uh, Dan, I heard you uh, saw a good story about where Eric Lindros has been since his retirement from the NHL. Yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, Eric Lindros is um, the owner of a car dealership now. Cool. Just got a good... What kind of cars? Acura. Acura. Very reasonable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Does he do well? Yeah, it's a good business. Cool. Does he appear in his own commercials? Oh, yeah. I think we have one of those right here. Um, in closing, I'd just like to say uh, thank you to the fans of Philadelphia who have supported us when we weren't so good. <laughs> we're getting better, and we're going to do it. He was never much of a stick-to-the-script kind of guy. No, he's always kind of off the cuff. Yeah, that's why we loved him. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to play for Quebec because I, I hate Canada. Oh, yeah, Eric Lindros was known for his sound bites, not his play. For sure. Sound bites. Sound bites. His sound bites. His sound bites. Uh, the next, where are they now? Ty Domi. He owns a Thai uh, dealership. So, like, making Thai food. No, selling ties. Darcy Tucker. Darcy Tucker is the lead singer of the punk band uh, Party of None. That's good. What's their hit song? I know it. I just, it's on the tip of my tongue. Um, I'll jersey you if you knew Jersey Devil me. He was always a, a wordsmith. Yeah. Uh, Pavel Datsuk, Arizona Coyote, sorry, Seattle Sea Coyote uh, alumni, Pavel Datsuk. Pavel Datsuk's the general manager of the Seattle Sea Coyotes. Right, because they are paying him $7 million a year to do something. They might as well make him make trades, I guess. The Datsuk era. Yeah, the Datsuk era. Mike? Bossy, actually, I know this one because uh, everyone knows it. He was the uh, ghost writer of Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants. Uh, our last, uh, our last, uh, where are they now? Actually, brings us to a new segment we have, which is called "Are They Dead?" Is Guy Lafleur still alive? We're, I, we're asking. I mean, if you know the answer to this question, yeah, this segment might seem dumb and we might seem unintelligent. But if you don't know the answer to this question, it's interesting. Because I don't know. I don't know. Neither do I. Because he's one of those guys where it's like, I haven't seen him at things. No, but he could still be alive and just be really old. I don't know. I, I'm giving it a solid 50-50 that he's alive. Should we find out right now? I don't think so. Okay. Tonight's horoscope, which is the last segment of the night, as per usual, uh, we're going to give a little horoscope shout out to John Tavares, who's going through changes in his life. There's a new arena in his hometown, not his hometown, but his home hockey town that he's playing for. Same thing. It's not going to matter. doesn't have any stake or I don't know why that's a hockey story nowadays that this new arena will have any meaning and whether he's going to be traded or not. I really uh, just want to resign with the Islanders because uh, I think the concession prices are going to go way up and that means more revenue for a uh, greedy owner who knows nothing about hockey. I think we should definitely file that under the segment. That's not a thing. Yeah. Players caring about whether a new arena is going to get built for That's their team. That's not a thing. Not a thing. Not a thing. They anyway, care about winning. John Tavares, I don't know if you know this, but you're a Virgo. 
John Tavares, there's aggressiveness to your emotions today. This feeling will command your attention and demand that you be stable and reasonable regarding all tasks you undertake. Be honest and understanding. No one will understand obscure metaphors unless they have some practical use. Hey, water your plants and clean up your yard. The closer you can be to the earth today, the better. Hmm. excited for our next podcast we have so many more things to talk about before the end of the year including what is phil castle's new year's resolution spoiler alert no more hot dogs for phil the thrill phil the thrill in our upcoming episodes you're gonna hear some good stories about uh the atlanta flames Mm -hmm. and we might even be dipping into the Deep, dark history of uh, Gretzky, now that he won't be Zamboni anymore. Also, Gretzky, you're back on notice. Watch out. We're coming for you. Gretzky, you're in the hot seat, man. We should talk about the Atlanta Flames, and we should also talk about the Atlanta Thrashers. In the meantime, have a nice Christmas. Say hi to Santa for us. I think we'd like to thank all of our sponsors. Mm Mm-hmm that have been a part of this podcast so far. You know, we always thank uh, creative people for the theme. Damn and anyone who had copyrighted material on YouTube that we used in this. Um, thank you for sure. Write us in. You know, hockeysportpodcast at gmail.com. Please give us a, give us the old email ring. First one, you'll be the number one fan forever and uh, you'll get a mug. So ask us a question. Email us a question. We'll read it on air. If we don't get an email, we're going to have to keep upping our libel. Mm. on our podcast mm-hmm. until we finally get a cease and desist from somebody. That's right. Because... And we don't want that. An email is an email, in we, my mind. We don't want to get involved with the law and the government. That's no fun. Yeah. So Especially around Christmas. Help us out. Send an email. Send an email. Even tweet at us. We have Twitter. Yeah. We are the at Hockey Sport Pod. It's a very active Twitter account. It's extremely active. Yeah. Uh, look us up. And as always, have, have a, a very, very Murray Christmas. Christmas. Mur- Flurry Christmas. Murray Christmas. Hang on. Have a Murray Christmas. Flurry. Flurry Murray. Flurry on Murray. Go, Besser. You just have to laugh. <laughs>